Mm-hmm. That's always so creepy. <laughs> Help me stop bullying Craig. He's just doing his best. Knock off Freddy Fazbear. Okay. Ready? Uh. Yes. Your body is changing. The lights are like knives in your eyes. A car driving by your window feels like it's shattering your eardrums. The worst, though, is the pain in your mouth. Your canines are growing well beyond their normal length, coming to lethal points. After wave and wave of pain, you finally stumble to look at to look in your bedroom mirror. It's you in the reflection, but not at the same time. You are no longer vampire. You know, oh, sorry, you are no longer human, but vampire. Hello, everybody! Welcome to Cryptozoomology. Today, I am joined by... Kyle. <laughs> Me. And Craig. He still doesn't and, talk. No, he doesn't. And today, we are going... I, I am going to be going over my second vampire episode, The Science Behind Vampires. Science! Weird science! <laughs> uh, that's actually my favorite John Hughes movie. And then a fantastic Oigo Boingo song. <laughs> so is Dead Man's Party. Dead Man's Party is probably my favorite Oigo Boingo song. I'm just oh. trying to figure out how we're no longer vampire. Sorry, that was shush. <laughs> that was the wrong thing. You are no longer human, but now you are a vampire. <laughs> okay. So, my last episode, I began my vampire series with the yeah, Upper History of Vampires. Today, we continue the series with the science behind vampires and vampirism. There's a lot of different lore concerning the creation and development of our favorite creatures of the night. I'll be delving into the folklore and the actual illnesses that have inspired such tales. Now, question for you guys. What do you think is required for someone to become a vampire? There's kind of no wrong answer, except for if you quote something from Twilight, then I'm going to have to hurt you. Hang on, let me change my answer. (laughs) Uh, No, they need, like, oh, I want to say they have to be able to bite and, like, drink the blood. Uh, And weakness to sunlight. I, I, because, the whole burning in sunlight thing, I get, but for games and stuff, that gets annoying quick. So, <laughs> weakness to sunlight. Okay, Drew? Drew? Did we lose Drew? Drew! Sorry. I was muted, because they're working on downstairs. Oh. I Sounds can't like hear anything. Problem. Yeah. Yeah, it really, it really was. Now, uh, there's like the smoke smoke alarm going downstairs. So we're trying to figure out what that was real fast. Uh, uh, you said 
like to become or yeah what do you think is required for someone to become a vampire uh i feel her over my shoulder so i don't say this or i'm gonna get hit um obviously you have to drink the blood of another vampire mm-hmm. or of a and die okay like i said there's no wrong answer right vampire diaries <laughs> okay Yes, I was right. Yeah, because like through it, I'm, I feel her over my shoulder. So I'm like, she's like, you better get this right. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm sitting here like, because because I will never <clears throat> look. I get Twilight, I do, but that's that's yeah. not that's not how it should be. Yeah. Sorry, they don't sparkle. No, and actually, if you think about it, the 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 creature. Creatures in Twilight are more fae than vampire. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I didn't realize that got you. caught. Excuse you. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Well, like I said, there was no wrong answer. I guess there's so many different stories out there. Most folklore divides vampirism into either a curse or an infection. There are a few that believe you can be born to become a vampire, but I'll be talking about that in a, in a separate episode. I think maybe, no, not my next one, but the one after that. You shall see. Uh, some of the first ideas of vampires required a curse, be it from a god or even a witch. They would take a human who had either wronged them or the village slash society and use whatever powers they possess to condemn them to an eternity of night. To, you know, to become a monster, be feared by their loved ones in the village that they grew up in. Uh, some of these curses disfigure their appearance to reveal the monster that they had become. Lesson? Never piss off a witch or a god, Kyle. Don't you <laughs> <me> do. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. The curse is obviously individual to the entity that performs it. And whether or not it could be lifted is up to the curse itself. It's very rare to read that these curses can be broken. It's just, you know, it, like I said, it depends on the curse and the, the, the lore behind it and all that stuff. And again, don't piss off a witch or a god, Kyle. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. So, now we've got a little bit of folklore out of the way. I want to talk about science. Science! Real science. Real science! Weird science! I'm going to be saying that all night. Oh, I'm going to have to do a song. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So, um, and I actually did some pretty decent research on this, too. Excuse me. A virus is defined as an infective agent that typically consists of a molecule too small for, you know, light microscopy. So you can't use the ones that you used in school to uh, to see a virus. And the virus has the ability to multiply only within the living cells of a host. So I'm talking about, um, you know, colds, flu. Uh, any type of virus that, you know, is out there, because if you think about it, once that virus 
hits the air, it's gone within hours. It's dead. It has to have a living host to be able to multiply and thrive. Now, we've seen with the most recent pandemic that viruses actually have the ability to mutate themselves and even change or affect the biology of its hosts. Yeah, yeah, like you hear people talking about like long COVID becoming, you know, developing asthma, things like that. And so, yeah, viruses, like they have the ability to change just how their, how their, the host, you know, functions. Um, modern vampirism. So, and I'm talking like, you know, after curses where there is the blood exchange is used, is more often than not caused by this type of virus. It's usually introduced through a blood exchange, like I mentioned earlier, be it consensual or not, which, you know, here at NecroNerdercon, we do not condone anything non-consensual, and if we hear that something's been done unconsensual, there's going to be consequences. The balls yeah. are off. Everyone. Kyle! What did I just say? I'm not apologizing. Okay. You do realize it's supposed to storm tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Uh, See, every time I anger Zeus, I do something nice for Thor, so it kind of balances out. You need to start talking to Tlaloc, too. Yeah. He's one of the one of the rain gods in uh, Aztec mythology. Oh, yeah, he is. We looked that up. I remember that. He's my favorite. He's the one that has pretty much saved me from not drowning on the way home from work sometimes. Yeah. I'll be, I'm praying to him, like, come on, man. Let's get me home before you start this torrential downpour. <laughs> I can't deal. I can't do it. But <laughs> Okay, where was I? Once the vampire's blood is introduced into the system, the virus behind it starts to attach itself to the blood cells of the host. From there, it not only multiplies, it begins to transform the host cells. All of them. The body begins to change. Uh, the rate of aging slows, sometimes coming to a complete stop. There's many vampires who just don't age. Uh, internal organs begin to require nutrients only found in blood. Uh, this can resemble something along the lines of anemia, porphyria, and I'll, I'll explain porphyria later. Uh, depending on the virus, outward appearance can change as well. It goes one of two ways, monstrous or beautiful. Or my personal favorite, having the ability to morph different parts of your, of like your appearance to be both beautiful and monstrous. So, you know, like retracting the fangs, the furrowing of the brow, like you see in Buffy uh, and like the Lost Boys, just being able, gaining that ability to change back and forth. Absolutely amazing. I think that is so cool. I love, like, you know, pretty vampires can be pretty, but when you get to see that little touch of monster, it just makes it chef's kiss, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, most often, some teeth, usually canines, become elongated and razor sharp. The shape is dependent on the individual place, uh, placement. Blah. Hold on. I read that wrong. Or, or, never mind. The shape is dependent on the individual Placement depends on the story. 
if you notice. Because you can have several uh, vampires within one story. They're all in the same place. But maybe, you know, if somebody has a smaller mouth or if they're a child vampire, which is just scary. And if you think about it, really, really just not cool. Because if you think about what has to happen with, like, during your typical blood exchange, like, ugh. Child vampires just, ugh. They, mm. um, But they're all in the same place. Uh, the placement really does depend on the story. True Blood. It's not, it's the, the second by, the, the second, uh, by Cuspid? It's not the canine, but the ones closer to the inside. Um, a lot of them are on canines. You have, uh, Nosferatu, for example, has the cutest, sharp little bunny things, and so did Vanicula, <laughs> and I love every moment of it. <laughs> uh, others have double, some have top and bottom, some like supernatural, and I think 30 Days of Night have a mouthful of razor sharp teeth. The shark. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it is in 30 Days of Night. I thought so. I, okay, so I saw that movie once. It was on Halloween of 2007, and I was dressed up as Jessica Rabbit, and I fell asleep in the theater. <laughs> nice. It was late I, at I, night. I, I remember and, uh, seeing that movie, and then I tried rewatching it not too long ago, and I don't think I finished it on the rewatch because I was like, "Man, this this movie's kind of slow at the start." <laughs> It was really boring, and so, like, I slept through a lot of it, and I woke up, and I was just like, oh, oh okay. Like, I, I I like the lore, and I like the type of vampire. It's not necessarily my favorite. It's definitely different than what you see most of the time. So, like, it gets its merits for being different. Yeah. And I love the concept of, you know, hiding in Alaska during the darkest time of the year. Absolute. That would make such a cool game. Right? Oh. Like, either like video game or, or, you know, our uh, tabletop. That'd be so cool. Tabletop. Do it, Kyle. I might. Do it. You won't. I might. (laughs) I I have (laughs) to finish. I have to finish the one I'm writing now, which is almost done. And then. Like, after that, maybe I can work on, like, a campaign for my game set with that idea. I dig it. I dig it. Or, you I know, we can just play one week again with it. Yeah, but then everyone would be... Well, uh, I, the, the little whiteboard in my brain has ideas written down. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Alright, where was I? Uh, you're in your house, probably on your bed in your bedroom. I am. I am. And I'm ah. comfortable. <laughs> I was talking about fangs. That's, uh, ah. that's what I'm talking about. Uh, fangs can be retractable, making it easier for vampires to hide amongst the humans. Or they're just there, meaning the vampire in question has to learn to conceal them. Like, you know, not smiling too wide. 
things like that. Um, oh, I forgot I was going to talk about next. Well, oh well, whatever. <laughs> physical, changes, yeah, physical changes outside of cosmetic or internal changes happen as well. Abilities such as speed, agility, endurance are enhanced. Uh, healing rapidly develops. Hearing and sight become, you know, otherworldly beyond what any of us could hear, especially, you know, night vision. That would be so dope. Yeah. And again, it really depends on the lore, but across the board, these tend to be the the uh, the go-tos when somebody turns into a vampire. Now, with all of these enhancements, there are some drawbacks. The big two, usually in most, like, 99% of vampire lore, are hunger and, you know, aversion um, and, like, lethal aversion to sun and UV light. And I'm talking, like, extra crispy with a side of coleslaw lethal. I'm glad you like that. <laughs> um, some think that the photosensitivity comes from, you know, bats being more nocturnal, and there's like some kind of correlation between the two. There's also, you know, the I'll be talking about this in like in a moment about like porphyria and stuff. So you'll you'll, you'll kind of get more of an in depth into the photosensitivity thing. Uh, the hunger, on the other hand, has to deal with more of the virus's depletion of certain aspects of the blood, be it plasma, red or white blood cells, hemoglobin, uh, even iron in blood, because, you know, uh, anemia is a a huge iron deficiency. And if you think about somebody who is anemic, they're, like, super pale, their lips are pale, you can see, like, you can see, like, the, just, the not necessarily sunken eyes, but just like you know, the depletion of just having that nutrient that you need. Now, that's a very, very, very surface level look in the science of like viral vampirism. Um, there's, like I said, there's so many different lores, but that what I just went over seems to be, oh, excuse me, like the the most common aspects between a lot of this lore, which is really cool. Uh, yeah. Any any questions before I get into actual diseases? Nope. Uh, any no. concerns? <laughs> Twilight sucks. Uh, usually. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like I said, surface level look into the science of viral vampirism. The I'm gonna be delving into more of the folklore stuff once I get into like vampires of the world and historical vampires, just because the folklore aspect of vampires really, really differs region to region. Especially continent to continent, because like there are some really awesome vampires and like vampire-like creatures in Asia. I will be going over those in two episodes. I think I said, yeah. All right. Next, I'm going to be going over a few of the diseases that were often mistaken for vampirism 
in like centuries. First and foremost, I've mentioned it earlier, like a couple of times. Porphyria. Porphyria is literally referred to at times as the vampire disease. Uh, porphyria is a group of disorders that result from a buildup of natural chemicals that produce porphyrin in the body. Porphyrins are essential for the function of hemoglobin, which you know is a protein in the red cells that binds iron and carries oxygen to the organs and tissues. Porphyria is an overproduction of this porphyrin, which causes a lot of issues. And there's two different types. I'm going more. I'm more so going over the cutaneous, which if you guys don't know anything that usually cutaneous sub, like anything that has to do with cutaneous, is there any guess what that what that's dealing with? No. It's no, the largest I, I organ say, on your body. Is what? The largest organ yeah. of your body. Yeah, there you go. What were you gonna say, Kyle? I was gonna make a smart ass comment, but like I, I wasn't even smart enough to make the smart ass comment. You you are in an area of science that I've I haven't explored. I got you. See? Told you. I'm gonna hope I told you I hope you guys are ready for a lesson today. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we are getting like I did some pretty decent research for this stuff. Yeah. And then I also knew a lot of this stuff already because vampires have been my go-to for decades. Viva! <laughs> Which I found an artist on Instagram who's going to be at GeeksCon, I think. And he has a really cool painting of the Count from Sesame Street. And I'm just like, if I had the money to blow. <laughs> mm. Don't uh, get that painting uh, of the count. Uh, oh my goodness. It's so cool though. I'll have to send it to you guys later. Alright. Uh, one of my favorite characters. Say what? One of my favorite characters. My absolute favorite character. I think you missed me talking about my love of the batty bat. Yeah, the batty, yeah I don't batty, think batty, 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 batty song. Sing a batty, batty. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think that was the one Trude had to cover for me because I had to work. I like Animal. Batty Coda. Animal! Hey, Zora and I just watched uh, Fern Gully. She sat in my lap the entire time and watched it with me. Aww. And she did not like Hexus. Hexus. So, fun, fun story on that. That was my first introduction to uh... God. Thank you. Got you. Because, like, I can, I can almost never remember his name. His name you is know, Nigel Thornberry. Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> also, that was Robin Williams' first animated feature. That's before he. Oh, did, really? That's before he did Aladdin. Oh, nice. Yeah. He did so well. His work, I, I believe I read that I can't, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I believe I read that his work on Fern Gully got him the job on, with Aladdin. See, I can believe that. Oh, I miss that man so much. Yeah. The world is a darker place without him. And Steve mm -hmm. Irwin. Mr. Rogers. Uh, yeah. 
Oh. Uh, hey, we still have LeVar, LeVar Burton. Hold on to him. Yes. Protect Don't him at all costs. <laughs> huh? Protect him at all costs. Yes. With the big rainbow. Okay, where were we? Porphyria. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, I choked myself up. <clears throat> um, Cutaneous Porphyria is what I'm going to go over more than the other type. Uh, some of the symptoms of Cutaneous Porphyria include sensitivity to sun, blisters on exposed skin, fragile skin, so like, it, it, you know, like paper skin where it cracks really easily or like your, your, your skin gets nicked super easily. Um, and so it kind of gives, since it is so fragile and like drawn, it kind of gives you a, a corpse-like appearance. And back in, you know, the 1800s, even earlier than that, because I think one of the Habsburgs had porphyria. There was some royal in England that had porphyria in the early modern era, and like the the it, it it fucked some people up. Like there was a whole whole vampire epidemic because of it. Um, and then you have excessive hair growth. So porphyria kind of like it, it it gave birth to the vampire disease. Like it, it gave birth to a lot of your legends and a lot of what happens to people when they become vampires. And then it also gave a little bit of like nod to lycanthropy or lycanthropy. Excuse me. Lycanthropy. That's the way you're supposed to say it. <laughs> werewolves, but not, not all. All werewolves are lycanthropes, but not all lycanthropes are werewolves. Yeah. And technically, technically, lycan does mean wolf, so they should be called therianthropes, because therian is animal. So, should technically be science. called therianthrope. I love science! Sorry. Chemistry was, like, my one of my best subjects in school, so, hell yeah. And the fact that I'm doing biology shit, I'm just like... I hate, I, I hated biology, but I also didn't get the best experience with biology because I had three different teachers for my AP biology class. First one was cool. He was, he was awesome. I liked Mr. Harris a lot. And then, but he got a job at one of the colleges and so he left. And then the guy that took over for him got fired for inappropriate behavior towards male students and then the third teacher I had was brand spanking new to AP biology teaching and bless her heart she tried her hardest <laughs> my biology lab was pretty cool though we got to cut up a mink Ooh. yeah apparently they're mean little nasty things but uh yeah no, no, no. I did not like biology. It sucked a lot. <laughs> All right. Next disease is the the uh, partner to porphyria that caused a lot of the 
uh, vampire panic in the early modern era and up into the 1800s. Uh, Pelagra or Pelagra, whatever. I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's P-E-L-L-A-G-R-A. And it is a disease caused by a deficiency of niacin, which is also known as vitamin B3. Uh, it's a form of malnutrition, which if you think about the time and the times and a lot of the issues that people were having with poverty, especially during the French Revolution and before. So the this malnutrition is causing this niacin deficiency and then pellagra, which can be deadly. Um it, 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 especially in like the prolonged cases and if like the uh the niacin isn't reintroduced through like, you know, fruits and veggies. Eat your fruits and veggies, people. Or you're gonna get pull no, it it's Pelagra is a very, very rare case. It has very, very rare cases in um, the States anymore. Uh, and uh, like like I said, it's a lot more common in uh, poverty, heavier nations nowadays. But again, history. Whew. History is nasty. <laughs> it really is. But uh, niacin is actually extremely important to most cell functions throughout the body. And then symptoms of pellagra mm. include that, you know, photosensitivity. It, it can cause dementia. And, like, you know, that can cause irrational behavior. And if somebody during that time was, you know, not acting like themselves, oh my gosh, what are they? Vampire. Zombie! Nope, zombie wasn't developed then. Let me have that. Huh? Let me have that. I can't let yeah. you have that because I did a whole uh, a whole thing about voodoo and voodoo zombies and things like that, so... Fine, fine. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> Aliens. Aliens? I saw that. Yeah, that's the only reason I turned my camera on. Gotcha. But, uh... Yeah, like dementia, it causes irrational behavior, change behavior, and you know, if you start acting weird during during you know uh, early modern era, you're gonna get you're gonna get whacked as either a witch or a vampire. <laughs> Just saying, did a whole episode about that. <laughs> That's true. Um, Listeners, go look it up. Listen to it. It was a good episode. Yes, yeah. it was a, it was a very ranty episode. <laughs> Uh, rabies. Everybody, uh, like, rabies is still around, and rabies is very, 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 very deadly to humans. Uh, it is a virus that is contracted through what? Biting saliva. Bites. Bites. How does somebody become a vampire? You bite them. It is a blood-borne illness. Huh. Okay, so everybody, like, I know you guys know what rabies is and how you can contract it. It is treatable if it's caught in early enough stages. If not, you're going to die kind of a painful death. Just saying. And what really sucks is if um, the only way to legitimately test for rabies is in brain matter. So if 
one, keep your pets vaccinated. Don't fuck with wildlife. For the love of all the gods, please don't fuck with wildlife. Especially skunks. Skunks skunks are some of the highest carriers in Arkansas. Um, Possums. Possums do not, do not carry. uh, Cannot carry rabies. Their body temperatures are too high to uh, host the the virus. Um, That's, That's what makes them sweet little babies. Yes. Raccoons, not so much this side of the Mississippi. Uh, bats get such a bad rap- reputation on it. Like, it can happen, but they get such a bad reputation. It, it sucks. Um, but yeah, no, keep your animals vaccinated. If Don't fuck with wildlife. As soon as you, if you get bit by any type of animal, you need to go get that vaccine, like, within 24 hours. As soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pull a track and be like, oh, look at that. Because symptoms of rabies include hydrophobia, which, anybody know what that is? That fear of water? Yes, no. like, it, it will, like, there, there have been cases where people say that it feels like acid on them. Okay, I was thinking of something else. Yeah, hydrophobia. Hydrophobia. Phobia, fear. There, there, there's, there's something like that's hydrophobic. Like I think it's like ginger is hydrophobic. Like you can put it in water, but it won't go further down. Well, it, it's t- okay. So like putting a whole bunch of ginger in water. That's just because the molecule, the- just the particles are so. It's hydrophobic for like just a moment because of the particles are so tightly compact. It's the same thing with, you know, like powdered sugar, cinnamon, things like that. It's just because the, the particles of said things are so compact, it doesn't let in all that water. So it makes it like mildly hydrophobic. But once you start stirring it in, it dissolves and then, you know, it's no longer no longer hydrophobic. <laughs> Science. <laughs> my, parents are science my parents are scientists. Blame them for this episode. <laughs> it's true. I've met them. Yep. Um, one of the some of the other symptoms of rabies include delirium and hallucinations, photosensitivity. It goes back to what? Being sick of the sun, <laughs> and then aggression. So rabies kind of again. It played into the the vampire epidemic, the the hysteria that during the early modern era up until the 1800s, it, when people actually started using real science instead of you know, oh no, you're acting weird, witch, witch, shit like that. So you got ghost in your blood. Take this cocaine. <laughs> uh-huh. You're not feeling well? Let's put some leashes on your back. <laughs> oh. Old science. Old medicine. Medieval and early modern medicine is weird as hell. Uh, last but not least, we have consumption slash tuberculosis. Uh, it, it is 
class it is known as a bacteria that affects the lungs it affects the fibers and breaks down like you get the because you know you have like um oh it's little little sacks of oh what are they called you have important things in your lungs that the bacteria breaks down and you know causes uh can cause cough tinged with blood weight loss no, 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 it's not necessarily that. It attacks, like, I think, like, the little sacs in your lungs and breaks them down and makes them, like, super flimsy. So every time you cough, like, it busts one and, like, it can cause really bad fluid on your lungs, things like that. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, cough tinged with, tinged with blood, which, I mean, what, what do vampires drink? And if, you know, yeah. you see somebody cough and, like, it comes away with blood on their head, oh, Drinking somebody else's blood. Uh, weight loss, which is not uncommon in vampire lore, because if you think about the diet, they're not totally eating a lot. Things like that. Um, night sweats and then fever, which if you know the fever gets high enough, causes delirium. It's a whole big cycle of you know weird shit that is caused by everyday, not everyday things, but it's caused by legit things. And people are like, oh, it's a vampire. Like, unknown yeah. disease. <laughs> unknown disease has caused hysteria for centuries. <laughs> the last three years? We Just don't talk about those here. years. <laughs> like, seriously, th th this is... I, I didn't even... Like, it didn't click when I was doing my notes that I'm talking about diseases causing like crazy hysteria and I'm just like oh we've lived through this shit okay yeah okay I didn't turn into a vampire and you know I didn't get staked as a vampire when I got COVID so woohoo one I for didn't the get COVID. <laughs> score one for the witches I, I, <laughs> I think dad and I are the only ones in our family who didn't get COVID gotcha Zora I brought it home from daycare. Zora brought it home from daycare. Perfectly fine, too. No, she got a little bit of a runny nose and, like, took a nap one day. It took a pretty decent nap one day, and then she was fine. I'm like, damn. Well, we can't be sure how diseases affect goblins' DNA, so... Fair, fair. Uh, like I said, you know, unknown diseases love to cause hysteria. Vampires were not left out at all. Uh, bodies of people who were affected by these diseases were often buried in ways to ensure they could not rise from the dead and plague the local village. Uh, let's see. There's been cases of, you know, cages being put over graves. Uh, people have been either buried or exhumed with, and then a stake plunged into their heart and buried again. Uh, there have been accounts of graves and people being exhumed to be, you know, basically disemboweled, the heads thrown in water. Because there's just like this some legend, there's like this one legend out of Eastern Europe where vampires can't cross running water. I'll go over that in a couple episodes. Um, there are 
cases of coffins being wrapped in chains or nailed shut just to a couple of nice um <laughs> just a couple of things that have that were done over the centuries to prevent these people who had these diseases or would assume to be vampires could like they wouldn't come back so and it's a lot of the times it was you know the loved ones of the deceased person doing shit yeah but... uh, sometimes uh, one, one I read was and the, the whole garlic myth more so comes from Eastern Europe and like Slavic traditions. Uh, people would put a clove of garlic in the vampire's mouth. The suspected vamp deceased vampire deceased, you know, person's mouth. So it, it's it's kind of like it's really fascinating to see what all of these people would do just to prevent not being eaten at night. So. <laughs> uh, and like I said, that's just a couple of the ways. I, I'll be able to look up a few more when I, when I go over my Vampires of the World folklore and things like that. But, that you know, sounds like the most metal band tour announcement, Vampires of the World. <laughs> I can go to that show. <laughs> I'm so excited about the show. We just got tickets to. We'll go about over that in a second. Hold on. Let me do my conclusion. While vampires are creatures of legend, there is a lot of science behind their existence and creation. Oh. Science with science. What? So yeah, like all of all of this stuff that I just went over has some science and actual like fact and research behind it not and i'm not talking about just the diseases that have been proven i'm talking about you know what a virus does to the body things like that <laughs> jerry put his undies on backwards <laughs> his, his boxers technically <laughs> sorry that distracted me but there there's Truth to these. Oh, I thought you were just pointing out his butt. You were just like, but <laughs> no, he he covered it back up. Your cute butt. No. <laughs> Stall. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop Oh, you're making me forget my conclusion. You, you did it to yourself. Listeners, you're trying to blame me. It wasn't me. But you could have changed mm. your underwear in the bathroom, not right in front of me. I couldn't have done that. There's mirrors in there. The spirits will see me naked. There's a mirror in the bathroom with the shower. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. I didn't do anything. Do you hear him? <laughs> yes. Oh. But it's great. Husbands. Husbands. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I mean, you are one. Yeah, but I wouldn't know how I act. Oh, ask your wife. That's a hey. <laughs> oh, as I was saying, there is legitimate science behind, you know, what could cause a vampire. And I just think it's really cool. So I had to do, I had to dedicate a whole episode to it, even though it's kind of a shorter episode. 
I still had to dedicate a whole episode to it because it is just that cool. And I implore you guys to, if you feel like writing some kind of vampire story, use some of the knowledge that I have given you and read further upon it because it is absolutely fascinating. And I love science. So, with science. This this episode brought to you by Oigo Boigo. <laughs> but that's what I have for the science behind vampires. Do you guys have any questions or anything? No. No. No, my questions are gonna happen during folklore. Let's see, we've got um, maybe next episode? My next episode? I'm trying to decide if I want to do historical vampires next or vampires throughout the world next. Either way, it's going to be fun. Yes, and I'm excited and I've been loving this series so much because, honestly, I'm not having to do as much research as I thought I would. (laughs) (laughs) Because I just know it. I know it because I've been obsessed with vampires since I was a toddler. As you got, as listeners know. Since I was a little baby bat, now I'm a mama bat, and I'm all grown up. Uh, kind of. Meh. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that's all I have for, you know, the science behind vampires. It, it was a short one, but it definitely deserved its own episode, because it's cool, yeah. and, you know, I love it. It's knowledgeable. It's knowledgeable. Did you guys learn some stuff today that you didn't know before? Yeah, actually. What was what was the most interesting factoid that you that you took away from today? Let's discuss the, the episode. What? The diseases. The diseases. Cool. 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 Was there one that you know kind of stuck out more than the others? I can't remember what you. The the one star would pee, I think you said? There's two different ones. There's Porphyria and that there's one. Pellegra. Por- yeah, Porphyria is like it, like it is known as the vampire disease. Because but, let me let me look this up, you guys, because I gotta I, I really wanna know the royal that had Porphyria. The one I found interesting that I felt was a little mean. Was the one disease that caused uh, hair growth that obviously skipped Nosferatu? No, <laughs> that's area. So, um, uh, George the Third, and uh, Frederick the George the Third of. England, obviously, because they have all the Georges. And then uh, Frederick the Great of Prussia had an acute form of porphyria, which, you know, in, in medical terminology, acute means severe. So, yeah, there were some royals that had porphyria, and it just goes to show you that, you know, not, nobody's safe. So, little, little behind the scenes, I for the longest time I thought people that were saying Prussia were saying Russia wrong and 
<laughs> it was mind blowing when I learned that there was a place called Prussia. Uh huh. Yeah. I learned it from an anime. Natalia. Uh, Is that the one about all the different countries? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love I love how in one of the like it's not like the OVAs or whatever they're called, that Australia becomes one and he's fucking hilarious. Which, side note, that anime is adorable as hell, but yeah, yeah. it introduced me to a lot of places I didn't know existed. It's very well done. It's like it's not trying to be over the top or anything. It's actually trying to teach some kind of like lesson here and there. It's a good little slice of life anime. Yeah. That became way popular. And I know I know a vampire anime I want to talk about when we do vampire pop culture. Well, you're not allowed to because I call dibs. No. <laughs> Dude, I'm say, the boss. You don't get to call dibs against me. Well, it's my episode, so if you guys want to go over your information, I can tell you who's going to do it. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. So technically, Lorna's the boss on that one. But Kyle does all the recording and editing, so. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta decide. I've gotta decide between my next two episodes. Um, I'm really enjoying this vampire series. This is it's entertaining. It's well, what? It's entertaining. Good, good, because it's they're my favorite. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was about to yaw I was yawning, but then about to turn into a cough, and then the cough went away. Okay, I was just. <laughs> I thought you were doing like a like preschool mocking tone to Lorna. Just <laughs> no, no, it was a yawn. Like, that's that was fucking rude. No, it was a yawn that was about to be a cough, and then the cough went away. Since we came back from Alabama, my allergies are slowly uh, recuperating. They're trying to get back to normal. Oh my goodness. So, funny noises uh, story. I was getting in my car the other day and I grabbed my handle and I felt something go like crawl outside of my palm. Oh, and, I hate that. Well, it was just like a little like mayfly or something. I don't, I don't really care. And it, but it did startle me because I was just like, oh, but I went, oh. No, 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 what I do? I did the hand kill, like, I went, blah! <laughs> 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 I did! I was getting in my car, and then, like, I did that, I went, blah! And then, like, I, I opened the door, and I stopped for a second, I was like, what the f*** did I just say? Blah! Propane! Blah! <laughs> propane and propane accessories. <laughs> oh, I'm so ready. For the revival. Same. My judge, judge is fantastic. But, uh... Well, do we have announcements? Kyle, do you want to announce the, the fun thing that everybody in the world, or at least everybody in our group, will be going to? Yeah. We're gonna get the Ice I Kills! Fuck yeah! And and some other bands, but Ice Nine Kills! We finally get to see Ice Nine Kills! And uh, this will be the third time that I've seen Falling in Reverse. 
And Second. we'll also be seeing Crown the Empire uh, and Slaughter and Slaughter. That's it. Yes. I so think, I I think this is the first time I'm gonna see any of these bands live. Well you don't if you could have made it to a rock like <laughs> If he could have made it to Roxilla, he would have seen. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Okay, I was like, "Did we lose Kyle? Oh no, <laughs> we lost Kyle." But yes, they'll be here July seventeenth. We yes. all sat around on Ticketmaster waiting for the tickets to open up so we could get them. I think Nathan and I were like, "Boom!" I like right at one o'clock. We were just like, "Bam, bam!" Ticket. <laughs> I'm just glad we all got them. I'm I'm so excited. Oh, we got floor ticket. Well, most of us have floor tickets. And then Tiff has her floor ticket. Sado and Kanoi's have their floor tickets. And I'm just like, oh, yes. Now we just got to wait till Stormy gets hers, which I think she might be getting hers on Friday. Yeah, I've got it. I had to get seats because I, I don't want to stand all like for so long again. I do. I'm used to it. I'm so used to it. They're like, it's so worth it for a concert. Yeah, but it's like, but same time, we're pretty close to the stage, so I'm happy on that one. Fair, fair. And we are getting there early, so we can get excellent spots. We'll get some merch and then some excellent spots, because I'm not standing at the very back of the floor. I refuse to. I want to be nice and close with my people, and then being able to be like, yeah, stage! <laughs> but, you know, we have to be close to the stage so I can flash them and we can get backstage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, though, Kyle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kyle. You say that, but just wait. In July, when we're all backstage hanging out, I'm going to be like, hey, Lord, it is. He gives you hair. I mean, I'm mocking you, too, so. Yeah, but you're always mocking me. I mean, fair. Ninja Turtle tattoo! Sorry. Sato sent me a Ninja Turtle tattoo. I need a Ninja Turtle, but I don't know who. Uh, I would get Mikey. Duh. Well, yeah, you know what? I don't know. Like, well, I like all four of them, so I don't know who exactly. Get all four of them. Yeah, that's what this one was. There, there's no law saying you can't. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase it. Which version? Ha ha. Get them. Get each turtle in a different style. But you, you just shut up, Kyle. But that was a, that's a good idea. Yeah, I know it was my yeah, idea. He doesn't want to admit it. Because I was thinking about it. <laughs> I need a Hellboy tattoo. Ooh, same. One of, my, okay. one of the ones I wanted to get was the BPRD logo. That, I want to get that on my chest. <laughs> my next one is going to be a Scottish thistle. Ooh. Yeah, I gotta start working on my right arm. I got a ton of, I got, I got quite a bit of, quite a bit of items on my left. I gotta get more on my, uh, on my. I've uh, only got two tattoos on, no, three. I forget about my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I only got two. No, there's a third one. That one almost made me pass out. It hit like. I have no issues with needles. I have no issues with blood. I have, except for the one time when Zora got a really bad bloody nose, and I was just like, oh shit, this is my baby. Uh, I'm gonna pass out. But I didn't pass out. 
that's one's different. Yeah. But like when she was retouching up the heart that I have on my middle finger, which I had them before Youngblood. Thank you very much. I had them probably before Youngblood was even double digits in age. <laughs> but before Youngblood became old blood. Right. Um I she was hitting a nerve on like the side of the finger. And I just remember like sitting there because I had my hand on the little the little prop thing. And I just remember I had my hand there and I looked and I turned I looked to my side and I turned back and I started looking at Stormy's shoes. And I really started focusing and I was just like, those are cool spiderweb shoes. And, and I was just like, hey, I feel like I'm about to pass out. She goes, she looks up at me, she goes, oh shit. And so she laid me back. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, it was just a nerve. You, it was some kind of nerve that was in my finger. It's really funny because this next tattoo is going to be on my hand and it's going to have like all this really cool stuff going like up my arm and like down my hand and in my finger. So I'm just like, Ooh. might be passing out because of nerve issues at <laughs> level 33. <laughs> Listeners, welcome to our new show, Discussing Tattoos. Bruh. I mean, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, dude, I would be down for a tattoo show. My next one is some of uh, is Gibraltar from Apex Legends. Because, I mean, I watched a lot of seasons of Ink Master, so I'm basically a tattoo expert now. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, listen, I, feel like, I, feel like I feel like Lauren's about to disown you. No. Listeners, if you watch Ink Master, you're not a tattoo. You're not an Ink Master. You're just no, a person who watches a show. Yeah, it, it's the no. same thing as like these people that claim to be experts in blacksmith because they watched Forged in Fire. No, you're not. Okay, I do blame Stormy for like me being overly critical of tattoos, though. Like, I'll find one. I'll find like a really gnarly one on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, hey, look at this. And she's just, oh, no, 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 no. And I told her, yeah, like, but in your defense, Stormy really is an ink master, though. She professionally does this. Yeah. No, no. And, like, she does beautiful, absolutely beautiful work. And she's very talented. And so, like, I sit here and I look at all my stuff that she's done. And I'm just like, this is pretty. This is beautiful. And, oh, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> like I've made it a game into sending them to her and I'll just be like yo check this out she's just like oh no <laughs> so yeah I, I absolutely adore Stormy she's she's definitely one of my best friends yeah. I have so yeah. many tattoos I need to get from her I need to go see her soon just to hang out get coffee go to Target Go to Michael's. <gasps> They're putting. Oh, by the way, listeners, listeners, I am back at Hot Topic as a store manager. Yeah, yay! I have my dream job back. I have my dream job back. We're so happy yay. for you. I'm excited. But yes, the, the foyer into that statement was they are putting a Michael like four stores down from Hot Topic at the outlets and I'm like it'll be open for fall and Halloween stuff and I'm going to be making Ooh. a bunch of money and I'm just like <laughs> yes shopping 
Dabbing. And there's also a rocket fizz that sells all the Mexican style candies and like the the I'm just like, bro, you're killing me here. Oh, I need to go get some more Poporindo. The rocket fizz is awesome. I need to go get some more Poporindo. Guys, like my, my favorite besides chocolate raspberry and like chocolate, dark chocolate raspberry, and like dark chocolate chili. Well, that kind of goes into the, the Mexican style candy. But, like, fruit candy with chili powder and, like, like actual chili peppers. Like, ch- like the spice. Mmm. That's my jam. And, like, there are these ones called Hot Pops. And there's a watermelon one. And, bro, I think I've got one in my pantry right now that I'm going to eat after I cut Kaylin's hair. Yes. Yeah. But what are the other announcements, gentlemen? I don't think we have any. What's tangents going to be? We don't have tangents this week. Nope. It's next week. Well, what is it going to be? I want to know. I won't be able to be on next week's episode. Oh, yeah. Lorna won't be on next week's episode of Crypto. What? So, Drew, you have to entertain me. The first one in over a year, and I'm like, oh! I'm like, I don't know if you realize how much that is bugging me. She'll be training for work, so she can't be here. Okay, that's the first I've heard about, but okay. I still gotta figure out an episode. Uh, So, I I, I have to look in the Tangents group chat. But Jeremy is the host for Tangents next week. And if I remember right, uh, Drew, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure, because you always do, dick. (laughs) 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 If I remember right, I think we're doing uh, horror movies that were good, that were bad, and that were just hilariously bad or something like that. I think you're right. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I, I think that is it. Yeah, because I got a few. So, Drew, you don't have an episode theme for that next I can week? Think of, I can think of right now. I thought you were doing pirates. I gotta wait for a certain somebody. Well, tell him to get his button gear. Yeah, yeah. tell me off for once. Like but no, nah, I'm, I'm figuring out. Okay. I've looked at, I've looked at a few, and one is just, oh god, the name. Hmm. What a hakalugi. No, dingbat. Bat. <laughs> That's my only fan's name. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sticking to doing like combining two things to make it a little bit more. Okay. Until like, until I can find something else. But for right now, it's probably gonna be something along those lines. I know my July episode is going to be very special. Okay. So you can tell us in July, because I think I know what it will be. Yeah, I asked you if I could do it. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay, I actually do know what it'll be. I was being a smartass, but I do know. I remember. Anything else? Nope. 
Okie dokie. Well, until next time, stay out of the shadows. Follow the weird science. Y'all ever think about the fact that the youngest picture of you is also the oldest picture of you?